shoot, I did it wrong. But anyway, so <laughs> we are live on. No, we're not live anywhere other than here. Oops, I messed that up, but it's too late now. So let me just quickly, every, hello everyone. Let me just quickly do the, you get the YouTube live started and then we'll get started here as well. I'm so excited that today my good friend Emily Gosh Harris is with us and we're going to be talking about celestial self-mastery and self-expression. And so we are just getting the YouTube live started. Um, and so for those of you who are new to me, new to my YouTube channel, new to the show, please do watch live or on demand. And um, please do watch all the previous shows as well as the future shows coming up. And um, it is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring to you these wonderful speakers and guests who are here to share their wisdom, their teachings, their experiences, their processes, their healing, their activations. Oh my God, so much and their guidance. So please do uh, subscribe. Please do join us. We normally do shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I keep saying I'm going to try and do less, but it never works out. Um, but yes, please do join us as much as you can and receive, right? Be willing to receive. And, you know, we are here to assist you in thriving in your life. Um, it's not always about healing, clearing, et cetera. It's also about thriving in your life and enjoying life and awakening to happiness now, not later. And so these wonderful guest speakers who join me are really powerful and um so experienced in this and they have so much knowledge and wisdom that I'm so grateful that I get to do this. It's such a, it's such a gift for me as well. So again, please do join us. And so, like I said, today we have my good friend, Emily Gosh Harris with us, and we're going to be talking about celestial self mastery and self-expression. So some of what we're going to talk about today, um, it includes what is your soul song and why is it important? How is the Aries Libra nodal axis shift helping us to move towards celestial self mastery? How can we use the power of sound and vibration to help express our soul song and crystallize our desired reality into physical form? How can you tell if your throat chakra is blocked? And we're also going to be talking about some tools for finding and expressing your unique soul song. So I know normally uh, when Emily comes on the show, we usually take some live caller questions and there's always wonderful processes that she shares with us, which is amazing. So all that and more, there's always more, um, for those of you who don't know Emily, I guess she's been with us many times. We love having her here. It's always a high vibe uh, show. And she, again, like I said, brings so much wisdom. Um, her gifts are extraordinary. She is an intuitive guide, a sound alchemist, a facilitator of sacred ceremony and, multi and a multidimensional business mentor. She is founder of Soul Media, which is a company that serves as a portal of expansion and elevation for heart-centered entrepreneurs, lightworkers, starseeds, and conscious companies. Elizabeth assists clients in taking quantum leaps in their lives and businesses by bringing forward their highest, most authentic and creative expression through the integration of galactic astrology, human design, gene keys, self-inquiry, and quantum energy healing techniques. Emily helps clients to deepen their understanding of their divine blueprint, heal core wounds of separation and limiting beliefs and step forth in their highest available timeline, fully activating the music their heart and soul came here to share and express. So I'm so, so, I'm so excited. There's much, much more uh, in her bio that you can read. 
uh, online, of course, but I'm just so excited to have Emily back with us so that um, we can, you know, really truly be authentically who we are, express ourselves, you know, um, more authentically to and really live into our highest vision. So we're going to talk about all of that and more with Emily. <laughs> Emily, welcome back to the show. Oh, Alara, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. And it's so beautiful to see everyone's faces. I just feel like this is going to be a really expansive time together. It always is. I mean, I messed up at the beginning because I pressed the wrong button, but you know what? It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, the best part is that you're here to share your wisdom, your techniques, your tips, your processes, etc., to help all of us really truly be authentically who we are and express that in the world and share that in the world. So I just want to say really quickly, it's not just about business, but it is about ourselves. Are we expressing our true authentic selves or are we still you know, wearing masks and are we still limiting ourselves because of some programs and beliefs that, you know, are still running, right? So it's not just business, but, you know, obviously Emily also does work with business owners as well. But um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot, to, there's a lot we can go into around that as well, because let's face it right now, there are so many of us who are doing healing work, right? Doing work in the world, to uh, expand consciousness, raise the frequency and vibration of the planet and of the collective, and just sharing our our heart with, with, with so many, right? And so that is part of what you help people to do is to really share and express their heart music song, right? And that truly, for me, that just means, you know, being who you truly are without those walls, without those limitations, without those restrictions, without holding you back, right? Absolutely, Alara. And, you know, we express that in so many ways. What I'm hearing and feeling so deeply is that we came here for this time. And this is such a potent time to be on planet Earth. There is so much transformation and change that's taking place. And, you know, those that are tuning in to this call today are really at the forefront of that change are really tapping into something that's greater than all of us and really the potential that is available through our stepping into our mastery, through our stepping into our own unique harmonic resonance, which is so needed on the planet at this time. And we know that really we make up individually a part of the whole a part of all that is and every single one of our unique essence you know the unique snowflake that we are it needs to be expressed and it contributes so greatly so profoundly to the whole and i just love the time that we're gathered here today it just feels like such a potent time of new beginnings of planting new intentions we are at the midst of a brand new cycle and we're going to talk about what that means but you know the new moon and cancer was just yesterday leading up to the nodal access shift today the nodes of the moon uh, are moving from Taurus Scorpio to Aries Libra which is a huge shift 
It's a huge shift and it brings up themes that we're here to experience, that we're here to move through and deepen into, that help us to move forward collectively towards our growth and transformation. And it also helps us to really release some of these deeper shadows that we're purging collectively, some of these areas and places and spaces where perhaps we're hanging on to false frequencies, perhaps we're hanging on to those small voices, those areas or places that tell us that we can't be in the full magnitude, the full expression of who we came here to be and to share. And so we are invited to let some of that energy go, to be freer from some of those frequencies of perhaps people pleasing, of perhaps placating, perhaps you know, the need or feeling of fitting in. And let's just, let's go back, right? Like this is woven deep into the core of our being. And I just wanna say that this is such a topic that's near and dear to my heart. It's something that I've journeyed with, continue to around expressing myself, around the activating of the throat chakra. And there's many reasons why this is challenging. Like if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, you were called to be here, there is definitely a reason. And if you've felt or feel as though, you know, expressing your deepest truth as, you know, activating and fully expressing your throat chakra has been a challenge, you know, rightfully so. There's a reason, right? And we come into this world as these you know, sound healers as these magnificent beings that express and announce our arrival. You know, if you think about a baby that comes into the world, you know, we Wah! let out a big scream, you know, announcing ourselves, you know, being here. And over time, perhaps we're told to, shh, you know, to quiet down, you know, to not make as much noise to, you know, to maybe be nice or to, um, you know, just fit in. And what happens when 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 we're young is that we innately need to belong. If you think about a baby, it's looking for a sense of belonging and safety. Those are our primal needs when we come into this world. And so there are, you know, experiences that perhaps make it feel as though it's unsafe to express, you know, and we can talk about some of those, right? Because, um, you know, for example, the, the patriarchy, right, is very present. It's, uh, you know, this is a, a frequency of a false imbalance, you know, between masculine and feminine energies. And these can have a suppression on our voices. Things like bullying, you know, if you have ever experienced bullying or you've ever experienced self-criticism or if you grew up in an environment where there was a high value on perfectionism, right, which we know does not exist, right, but if there is a, a, a feeling of I need to get it right or 
if you grew up and experienced an environment where there was a lot of turmoil, there was perhaps a lot of, you know, fighting or maybe there was abuse or something like this, then we can actually shut down our feelings and emotions because it feels unsafe to express. And so I'm here to share, you know, I've experiences, um, experienced um, all of these, you know, in, in my journey and in this lifetime. And, you know, let's not forget, right, that there is previous timelines as well of, you know, coming in perhaps and having a remembrance, having a soul remembrance of perhaps in a lifetime where speaking your truth and being in your full power and your full radiance resulted in, in consequences, right? Whether it was abandonment or ridicule or something even worse. And so we really get to honor wherever we are in this journey of self-expression, of really allowing our unique expression to emanate and to shine through and to express. Awesome. Thank you. And so I just want to share really quickly, you know, we're, we're talking about self-expression. Emily just talked about the throat chakra. Um, and as some of you may know, you know, I've been dealing with, well, I've been dealing with throat chakra issues all my life for uh, ever since I heard about what a chakra is. I've been dealing with throat chakra issues for a long time, right? Um, but, you know, especially recently, you know, I have been, you know, ex experiencing some throat chakra issues. But the thing is the expressing yourself, being able to express yourself, feeling sometimes that you couldn't express yourself the way that you wanted to. I mean, I've been experiencing that since childhood. I was always told to be quiet, don't say anything, you know, just the look, just, you know, you just get the look from somebody, right? So we're not, you know, we were not allowed or able to express ourselves. And then growing up, you know, I got better at it, obviously, you know, like I'm obviously doing these shows, which is a miracle, to be honest, when I think about it, it's like, how did I get, how did I get to this where I am much more freely expressing myself in a public place and spaces is. And then, you know, um, this past year, two years with my husband, not really truly being able to express myself because he can't handle it, right? So I can't really say what I wanna say because he can't handle it. He can't, you know, like biologically, neurologically, he can't, right? So that there's still that, I'm not truly being able to express myself because of limitations, right? This time it's a medical condition kind of thing. But the thing is, it's like when that happens, I feel that when we hold stuff in, right, we're dimming our light, we're limiting ourselves, we're not being who we truly are. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I, I want to like yell and scream or whatever, but sometimes concepts are difficult for him to understand, you know, so I can't really truly say everything that I feel. And then we, so we need to find a space that we can share right? So that we can be ourselves, so that we have that safety, right? So I can't blame him because it's a medical condition. He can't control it kind of thing. But then there must be a place where then I can go and share what's in my heart, right? So that's why support and these types of programs, these types of communities are so important for people to be able to share, express their thoughts and feelings, be heard, be seen, 
feel safe and welcome. And I hope that I've been able to do that for this community to, you know, in whatever way that I can. I hope I've been able to do that in this community because I know how important that is. Um, so self-expression, again, you know, I, is not just about expressing yourself in business. It's about expressing yourself in life. And me being um, from India, right? So raised as an Indian person in Canada, um, I still had those cultural beliefs, right? Uh, and, and training, you know, about being a good girl, not talking, not really, you know, not fighting against my parents, not going against the societal norms, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Until I got to the point where I was like, how do I say this nicely? Uh, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> right. And then starting to live my life based on what was right for me, that felt right for me, uh, the best way that I could. Right. So it's, it's not always like a immediate kind of thing. It's a process. And I want everybody to know it's a process. Right. So Luckily, Emily is here to share with us um, some wonderful information and processes and, and wisdom. But also, like, I like how you say that, you know, expressing ourselves is kind of like our soul song and why we're here. We truly are, you know, our self-expression is our way of being, truly, right? This is who, this is who I am, right? So it's not what I say, but it's who you are. And that is what expresses into reality, right? So let's talk about soul song a little bit and why, why, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a musical person. But that's why it's like, you are. So you're very, um, uh, when I think about soul song, it's like, am I going to be singing? Am I going to be toning? Am I going <laughs> to, I know is not the same thing, but it's, it's just about you truly being you at your core. Right. Yeah, I love that so much, Alara. I mean, you just, you shared so much and, and so many different directions that we can explore. And first, I, I just, I think it's so powerful when we can share transparently from the heart because we give others permission to do the same. And, you know, this is such a powerful platform for, you know, us to be able to express and, and do just that. And, and so I think that that is so important. I can 1000% relate to, you know, some of your journey of what you shared. You know, my father is also from India. So those societal expectations of, you know, following this is the, this is the path you know, um, those can be really deep. And so if we, if we have something unique, which we all do, right, that we're here to express, then sometimes we can challenge maybe perhaps what our, our parents um, think is best, or perhaps, you know, what society, um, you know, is doing at the moment, right? And so it takes a lot of courage to really follow our unique soul song and not to get too much into you know the the esoteric part of it right but we can actually measure the harmonic resonance of an organ of a tissue right and if you think about this we are energy and we are vibrating. So on a molecular level, you can actually look at a tissue on an organ and it has a harmonic resonance. And so if you think about the body as an ecosystem, as a system, it is a symphony of sound. And each of us are a unique symphony. And if you think about um, you know, a part of the body or if there is dis-ease, that is because something has gone out of 
harmonic resonance, right? And that becomes, there is a little bit of dissonance in the body. And this is why sound can actually be so powerful to bring us back into harmony. And so when you think about our soul songs of what we're here to express, to share, it is that unique, authentic resonance that we came into the world and were emanating. And so this is before the world taught us who we should be. And so we get to really look at some of maybe the small voices that keep us from expressing in our own unique, authentic way. And some of those small voices might be, oh, you will be judged, you know, you're not you're not good enough, or who are you to express this, or maybe you'll be too much, right? We can have those voices that can keep us small. And the key here is to recognize when this is a false frequency, when it is a small voice that's coming in that is not our authentic resonance. Yeah, totally makes sense. And, you know, I think somebody asked about the last two months, and I'd love to, you know, share a little bit about that from an astrological perspective, because I, I, know, I love the timing of this, of us, you know, being gathered together today during the nodal axis shift. And I'd love to share just a little bit of the significance of that, um, because it's, it's fascinating and it illuminates clues to some of the themes that we're moving through collectively towards our destiny, towards our evolution and growth. And the nodes of the axis are points that are calculated by the elliptic um, of the moon and the sun. And they stay in signs for 18 and a half months. And so when, if we look back in time, we can look at 2020, which we all know was an incredibly significant year where there was a tremendous amount of change. Well, what were some of the themes that were happening in 2020 and where were the nodes at that time? Well, the nodes were in Gemini Sagittarius. And why is that significant? Well, Gemini Sagittarius brings up themes around communication, around the spread of ideas, what to believe, perhaps the spread of miscommunication. Gemini Sagittarius also has to relate to travel. So we can see how these themes were very much experienced during that time. We're just moving away from Taurus Scorpio, which the, the nodes of the moon were in for the past 18 and a half months. Why is that significant? Well, Taurus and Scorpio brings up themes around worth, around self-worth, around resources, around the body, reproductive rights, the banking system, power, our personal power, our food supply, the earth, right? So we can see how those themes were very much prevalent for the past 18 and a half months. Now we move to Aries Libra access and why is that significant? What does the Aries Libra access re represent? Well, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It represents our self identity. 
and Aries and Libra are the balance between the self and others, the I versus the we, our self and balancing our own needs and that of our relationships. And so this brings up themes around, you know, Aries is at the higher octave, a fire sign. It is the first sign of the zodiac. It is that cardinal initiating energy, that pioneering energy, the self identity, the self expression. It's that inner guidance. Aries has to do with leadership with our courage right and so these are all some of the themes it also have you know aries on and the shadow frequency of aries has to do with perhaps conflict aggression selfish behavior putting you know the self above others in an unhealthy way and then when we look at Libra, you know, some of the themes around Libra are around peace, around justice, around harmony, around balance, around equanimity, a collaboration. But what are some of the shadow frequencies? Because the South Node is in Libra and the South Node represents that which we are purging, which we are invited to look at perhaps some of the more unhealthier expressions and let those go and to release them. And so the unhealthy expression of Libra, which every sign of the zodiac has, you know, a higher octave and, and perhaps, you know, a, a lower expression, but some of the lower expressions of Libra are the people pleasing, are the, the placating, it is the, you know, not speaking one's truth for fear of, you know, ruffling feathers or making others uncomfortable, rocking the boat. And so we can see how those themes can be prevalent at this time. And why might there be, somebody asked about the past two months specifically, well, what's interesting is that right now Pluto is right on the you know brink of uh, Aquarius wrapping up the final degrees in Capricorn, and so it's squaring the nodes of the Moon. And so when there's a square in astrology, this always represents tension, and Pluto is the planet of rebirth, of transformation, of alchemization. And so it's helping us transform. You know, it spends 20 or so years in a sign. And so Pluto moving through Capricorn was really about the dissolving of structures and systems that are no longer serving us. And it's also about taking out the focus around external power and bringing it more internal. 
And that's what the Aries energy helps us with is that inner guidance. You know, we're living in a day and age where there's an app that can literally tell you everything. <laughs> you know, there's an, an app that can tell you what your mood is. There's an app that can tell you what your blood pressure is. And so one of the most powerful things that we can do is really attune to our own inner guidance. And so why is there a push-pull of the square between Pluto and the nodes? And that is because we're really being invited to move forward. It's the challenge of are we going to move forward towards our destiny or are we going to kind of fall back into the comfortable, into the familiar, right? The South Node represents the familiar, the comfortable, perhaps. And so how could we interpret this, right? Like if there are spaces and places where perhaps we have felt afraid to express our truth, or we have really taken on more of the role of the people pleaser, and not expressed our own unique truth, our own unique gifts, our shine, our light in our own unique way, you know, how can we move forward and have the courage to shine in our own unique way? And that's something that is definitely up right now for the collective. Awesome. Thank you. So hopefully, Angela, that answers your question. But it's, you know, the, you know, whenever I think I think about the, the, the throat chakra is like, <laughs> where am I not being true to myself? Where am I not expressing who I am truly, you know, authentically? Um, there are many places to be, <laughs> to be honest, I still am not, I'm a very private person. So I don't really share a lot of my personal stuff, like on social media, per se. Um, yeah, I'm a very private person. And even with, even within family dynamics, et cetera, you know, I, again, I'm still very private and unless somebody asks me a specific direct question, then I may answer them. But otherwise it's like close to my, close to my chest, right? So it's like, I'm just, I'm not closed, but you know, I will open up if somebody asks me a question, you know? So, and I, I think part of that is just because I have always been shy. Right. So being shy, it really is like, you know, you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of being ridiculed. You're afraid of being humiliated. You're afraid of being, you know, all that wonderful stuff, which I experienced all my life. So it's there's still a little bit of that still playing. Right. Of course, which totally makes sense. And there's no judgment for anybody. But whenever you find your throat chakra uh, being blocked or whatever, ask yourself those types of questions. Where am I not being true to me? right? What is it that I truly want? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, well, we might as well address that now. <laughs> so like if somebody, how can somebody tell if, the, if their throat chakra is blocked and what can they do about it? Yeah, that's such a beautiful question. I feel like so many of us, you know, myself included can relate to that. So thank you so much for sharing, you know, and is a block, you know, it might be that we feel a sense of increased shyness. We might feel a lot of fear around speaking or being seen. 
we might have a difficulty expressing our feelings and emotions. And I really want to highlight here, you know, the throat chakra is the fifth chakra and it's connected with the throat, the thyroid gland, the teeth, the ears, our neck, right? But of course, all of our chakra systems are deeply interconnected and related. And so there is such a deep connection between the womb, the sacral chakra, and the throat chakra. And actually, if you look at it, the two from um, you know a biological perspective, they actually um, somewhat mirror each other, the cervix and the larynx. And so there is such a deep connection between the sacral and the throat and our ability to express. And so that this is why sometimes if we feel shame or we were shamed as children or we're taught, you know, that maybe it's not safe to express our feelings and our emotions, our emotions are connected to the sacral chakra, which is also connected with our sexuality, our sensuality, our creativity, our emotions, right? So if there is somewhat of a block around feeling free to express our emotions freely, then this can also manifest in the throat chakra as well. So I really want to highlight the connection, the interconnection between our chakras. But some of the other ways that we can tell if perhaps we're feeling blocked in the throat chakra, again, it would be a, a feeling of anxiety when it comes to speaking, a feeling of, you know, unexplained, you know, shyness, a feeling of, you know, wanting to people please a feeling to of not wanting to rock the boat. Like if you notice that you steer away from conversations that are difficult or that could be challenging, this can be a clue that your throat chakra is blocked. And what I mean by this, just an example is like, ah, oh, you know, this person wants me to do this thing, you know, and instead of saying no, I'm going to avoid the conversation, right? So saying no also, if we have difficulty saying no or, or voicing, you know, challenging emotions, this can be another sign that the throat chakra is blocked. Yep. So what can we do about it? What can we do to unblock the throat chakra? Well, so part of it, you know, you, you hit on, right? Because I think part of it is that when we are not able to fully express our emotions or it's not safe, they can become lodged in the body, mm -hmm. right? We've all heard the body keeps score. And so when you think about back to, you know, the beginning as a baby, we come into the world to fully express. And when we're sad, we cry out. And when we're delighted, we might like, you know, giggle with glee. We express these emotions just freely. And so perhaps somewhere along the lines, <clears throat> we are taught that we can't express the fullness of our emotions. And so one thing that can be really helpful the throat chakra is said to really fully develop um, and and really deepen in crystallization between the ages of seven to ten 
So we can think back to that time and space of what was happening during those years. And we can reparent ourselves. This is something that can be really helpful is to go back if there was a moment. And I was, something that I really want to highlight here is that we might not remember every instance where our throat chakra was shut down and we don't need to excavate it all at once. But if we have a memory or even a feeling, a feeling contracted, a feeling it's unsafe to share my truth of, you know, there's nobody here that can handle how I feel, you know, as empath, empaths, um, as you know, everyone here is on the call, right? Is that, you know, sometimes you can be so in tune with the suffering and the emotions around you that you become the one that's holding space even at a young age. And so you're you're tending to other people's emotions and perhaps not expressing or you know sharing your own truth so that can be one scenario that that can be present but going back to reparenting whatever it is that made you feel unsafe and sharing your truth blocked in your self-expression maybe it was a situation where i remember you know i there was a, I ran for student council and there was a, a petition um, from like the popular girls. And that really like created a lot of fear around being seen, right? So we can go back to specific timelines um, and, and reparent ourselves. And even it can be really nice if we, you know, give ourselves a little hug and create safety in the nervous system to really calm down our brain waves, drop into our heart and give ourselves the love and the unconditional love and compassion that perhaps we didn't receive at that exact moment. And so what we're teaching our nervous system and we're teaching ourselves is that it's safe to express. I'm here for you. I will hold you, I've, I've got you. Right. And this is a way that we can lovingly begin to reparent and recondition the nervous system to feel safe in our expression. Awesome. Wonderful. I love it. And absolutely, I love that point about reparenting ourselves because let's face it, our childhood for some of us may not have been great. So all those experiences that were not great, we don't have to accept them as they were. We can reparent ourselves and change how we feel about that experience. That experience. So we can't change the experience per se, but we can change how we feel about that experience now. So I was just actually doing that right now because uh, something came up and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's oh, that was not a fun time. So I was just actually doing a quick little process right there, you know, uh, for myself to change the energy of it, right? So it doesn't have to be like a long process. It can be simple little things you can do to, to uh, change your reactions to the past. That's, that's so beautiful. And we can do that, you know, like you, like you saw, we can do that pretty quickly and just, and, and drop into it. And, you know, the more we practice that, the more that we can create that safety in our nervous systems, you know, faster. Um, and so, you know, I want to go into um, some other additional ways that we can heal the throat chakra. Yes, please. 
I think is is really powerful, which is like, you know, I don't feel like I open up and share with all of these people, right? And and I, you know, many of us can relate to that, right? Like, you know, it's like not I'm going out and you know, sharing everything that's going on in my life with on, you know, social media or with a huge group of friends, right? That might not be our truth. And, you know, not every relationship is going to be the same. And we go through different seasons, even where it is, you know, perhaps we're not able to fully um, share at the level that, um, you know, we'd like to. And so, the thing that I would really love to 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 share about this is that it is important to be able to get out our feelings and emotions and how we're feeling. And sometimes we think like, oh, well, I'm I'm thinking about it in my head, like I know what's going on, but there's perhaps the invitation to process it even more and i feel that journaling automatic writing can be such a powerful practice for this and um it's something that we can really receive even more of our own inner guidance our own inner wisdom when we take the time to to be able to journal um, and so I want to go back to something about the, the, th the throat chakra that's really interesting. And that is that, um, you know, the, the connection between actually being able to hear our inner guidance, our higher self, our guides, because the throat chakra is not just our ability to speak. Um, and be visible. It's also, you know, it's related to our creative expression, our voice, and also our ability to deeply listen and hear. And so sometimes we say like, oh gosh, I'm not able to hear my guides fully. Or I'm not able to hear my higher self. And so sometimes um, this can be related to a block in the throat chakra. And sometimes it is just making that extra space and time to be able to connect with that which we're we're feeling and make it real and acknowledge it and give it space because perhaps in an earlier timeline we didn't have the space or we didn't it wasn't safe to fully go into the emotions go into what we're feeling and so we're used to that right like that's um, perhaps a, a pace that you know we've gotten used to but the invitation for healing the throat chakra is to spend some time with automatic writing and journaling to be able to go into the the deeper truths of what we're even want to admit or share to anyone and so another really powerful practice when it comes to healing the throat chakra is writing a letter writing a letter to somebody that you have something to express that you haven't perhaps had the courage haven't had the space haven't had you know the energetic bandwidth to fully express and share your truth and even if you say like oh it didn't really matter or i'm over it or something like this the invitation here is to express just for the sheer power 
in expressing and feeling the totality of your feelings and making it safe to share your truth. Because what we're doing when we're healing the throat chakra is to make it safe to express your truth, your authentic you know, reality without needing to be liked, without needing it to be palatable for others. And sometimes we need to practice doing this. And so whether or not you decide to share the letter with that person, that can be a really powerful if you feel guided to do so. But even just in the act of writing the letter, getting your emotions and thoughts out on paper can be so cathartic and healing. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I would just add also, like when you're writing the letter, please write with your hand, not on the computer. So pen and paper, it makes a huge difference, huge difference to, to do it that way. Okay. And you don't have to give the letter to the person, but you know, so just tune in and see how that feels, <laughs> but it's for you. It's for you to be able to release, for you to be able to have the clarity um, and for you to be able to have more insights as well as to the uh, experience, okay? It's not for anybody else, really. It's not about blaming or anything else, just you expressing how you feel. I mean, if, if we want to blame, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I want to go back to some of the connections because I feel like these are helpful, you know, for people as well, right? Because we talked about the connection with the intuition, hearing our guides, hearing our higher self. Um, but sometimes, you know, what I've noticed is a connection between when somebody's throat chakra is really shut down um, and the connection with perhaps attracting a relationship or a partnership with somebody with narcissistic tendencies. Um, and I'm not saying narcissist because I know that that word can sometimes be overused. For what sure. it is is as a match right that the match is that you know when someone's voice their throat chakra is shut down and the other person's is is perhaps overactive and that can be an attraction point and so um i want to make that connection i also want to make another connection which is around receiving pleasure receiving in general and the connection to our ability to express ourselves you know, Alara, you highlighted like this is not about business. It is so much bigger than that. It is about really coming here to the fullness of what we came to express and to receive. And we came here to express and experience joy and pleasure. And so if we are experiencing a throat chakra block, you know, I just invite you to feel into if there, you know, seems to be a connection with your ability to receive, your ability to perhaps receive a compliment. You know, sometimes that can be so difficult, right? Like somebody says, oh, you're looking, you're looking radiant today. Like, oh, you know, you are, you're looking radiant too. Like we wanna give it back. Um, and, and instead of like really taking that in, like, thank you so much, you know, that's, such a beautiful compliment. Thank you. Um, how often do we, you know, really feel the fullness of gratitude with all the little things that we receive throughout the day? Whether it's, 
you know, the breeze on through our hair, being out in beautiful nature, you know, surrounded by by trees and flowers, you know, feeling the wind and the elements. You know, there's so many different ways that we receive. And I feel as we get even more comfortable with receiving, we also get more comfortable in our self-expression as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know I'm not a very good receiver. I know that. Working on it. I'm a work in progress. It's okay. <laughs> and so all of these things, right? They, they're yeah. One degree turns or one little bit can go so far. And I want to share this, right? Because, um, you know, say that you feel, gosh, you know, there's not that many people or there's nobody in my life where I feel like I can express the fullness of who I am or express the, the messy parts of who I am. Um, can we? challenge ourselves to be a little bit more authentic can we challenge ourselves to to show up even more real in conversation right and right like you know so often we're in a conversation with a friend and it's like how's your week going you know it's it's going great how is yours you know and we don't maybe don't think too much about that right but what if we were just to really express like you know to this week has been really aggravating or a lot has really come to the surface for me um to explore this week like this is my truth this is my reality and notice in ourselves how it feels just to express a little bit more transparently. This is the age of transparency. And I feel that this is the way that we are moving where we're all becoming more receptive, more intuitive. And so we can tell when somebody is being inauthentic or that our words don't match their true vibrational resonance we can actually feel that energetically and so we're getting to the point where there's no point really to hide or to um it we're able to express and something to really know here is that your emotions are welcome and so this be such a powerful practice when we really just meet ourselves in that zero point in that you know place of unconditional love and compassion and and say all of you is welcome here that's beautiful and that's the thing all of you are welcome right and so you know i always talk about being your heart space being your heart space being your heart space but that does not mean bypassing what you're feeling right a lot of times people who are just like positive all the time. It's like, hello, but you have to still process what you're feeling, feel what you're feeling, acknowledge what you're feeling. Cause there are many days when, you know, I'm not very positive. I'm going through a difficult time. And I remember somebody asking me and they're like, Oh, how are you doing? It's like, you know what? Not great. This is not a great, not a great week. But for me, it's like, I don't want to get into it. Right. But I also can't lie and say, Oh, it's fantastic. Everything is great. 
because <laughs> you know my energy is going to come off as you know it's like um really you know but you know so it's like be willing to experience and feel what you're feeling that's the only way you can actually process process through it if you know so in, enough of this bypassing right bypassing my sister said that to me the other day she's like she said but don't you always talk about you know manifesting what you want you know attracting what you like thinking it's all about mindset yes absolutely but when you're going through something don't don't just say um oh, i'm just gonna think positive about it you know it's like you still have to go experience it see what see what it is feel it if you have to i, I had to go get blood work done and all that stuff you know i see saw a doctor blah 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 right so you can't ignore that right when there's stuff going on in your life you can't ignore what's happening and just be positive that is not being authentic yes i love that you bring this through and i would bet that 100 percent of the people here listening and the people in your community absolutely love and appreciate that about you i know that's one thing that i enjoy the most about you because you keep it real and you share how you're doing what you're feeling and it's so refreshing to have that level of authenticity. And so this is something that is a beautiful illumination of our vibe attracts our tribe. And that's when we are in our authentic soul resonance that we're able to magnetize those relationships, those people in our lives that need our exact medicine and gifts and really appreciate who we are and our authentic truth and look at the beautiful community as you know testament of that and so it's a reminder that we don't need to water it down we don't need to you know tiptoe around but actually people appreciate you showing up in your realness and your authenticity and if that is something that feels uncomfortable which i know for many years of my life that actually would feel uncomfortable to share authentically in relationships because i had friendships that were very superficial and though i so deeply wanted the deeper vulnerable connections i mean that's all my heart wanted and desired it was really difficult for me to get there because i didn't know how to and i was hanging out in the superficiality where it was very much about people pleasing it was very much about not expressing my full truth and just being kind of nice to others and not recognizing or realizing why i was magnetizing relationships and friendships that didn't have the depth didn't have the vulnerability, didn't have the realness that I was so deeply desiring. So can we show up just a little bit more in our rawness and our vulnerability and our authenticity and look at what that magnetizes in our Absolutely. And it is so key, you know, it's so reality. And, and just for everybody, well, for those of you who know, because <laughs> um, like I said, I'm a very private person, but all the blood tests came back great. Everything is hunky dory, nothing to worry about. Everything is great, right? So it's like, whoo, <laughs> thank goodness, right? So it's like, uh, it's a big relief for my parents, especially. But the thing is, it's like when, you know, when you can be real, especially with yourself, like you honestly, truly, if nobody else, at least be real with yourself, right? So if I had this fear of like, oh my goodness, what the heck is going on? Could it be this? Could it be that? Considering circumstances, family history, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, 
I really don't want this, you know, kind of thing. And being real and honest with yourself. And I didn't want it because I didn't want it. I didn't want it because it's how it would affect my children and my and my and my parents. Um, but it's like, it's like, oh, I don't have time for this, you know. But you know, just saying, okay, well, if if it's comes out to be something, then we'll deal with it, right? But you can't ignore life. And I think that's what, what a lot of people are just. No offense to anybody, but you know, when you're always thinking positive and sunny, sunny and happy, happy, joy, joy, which is great, but not at the expense of reality, right? Being true and being true to yourself and being true to who you are being in the world. And part of this is about being true to yourself and being true in the world the best you can. I can't always express myself fully, you know, because I, I'm a public person, but inside I, I'm going to be true to myself. Right. And so that's going to come out as well as we're as we're speaking. And sometimes I can't help it. You know, so I may not say the F-bomb, but I will, I will, you'll get the you'll get the essence of what I'm really saying. It's like, yeah, I'm passionate about some things. And so be passionate. Right. But not forcing your opinions on anybody. Just be passionate because that's who you are inside. So I am a passionate person, you know, and I feel a lot. So, like, yeah, that comes that comes across and that's OK. And if somebody doesn't like it. Oh my God, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter. And, and this, you know, I've, I've learned to prioritize in the past two years what's really important and what really matters and what doesn't. So it doesn't matter. So be true to you, be authentic with yourself, live your life the way that you feel called to do, right? And that is the, the, the soul song that we talked about at the beginning, right? So be, you know, do what's right for you. I've always said this, do what's right for you absolutely always not at the expense of anybody but hopefully but you know do what's right for you and so sound and vibration so obviously emily is also a sound healer with all the other different modalities but she's also a sound healer and sound and frequency and vibration as we know are what make the universe are what make this makes this reality and so when and i love listening to um uh singing bowls and um gongs and just all that kind of stuff I, I i love listening to it i can't do anything like that myself i'm not that talented but i love listening to it and i know how it affects my energy field my emotions my feelings just who i am i know it changes me at that level at the energetic level just listening and so when you are expressing your words as well they are also making a difference in your reality right so the sound, vibration, frequency, all of that makes a huge difference. And can you can use that to assist yourself in creating the reality that you want to, as we say, crystallize our desired reality into the physical form. Because I know so many of us would like to have a different reality, right, show up for us. So let's talk a little bit about that. Because I, we know, I mean, I know logically, I know intellectually, I know energetically even that is possible. But how can we use a pair of sound and vibration and frequency to help express our soul song, who we truly are, uh, and crystallize our desired reality into physical form? Because some of us are still being challenged with not really having what we truly desire. Oh my gosh. Okay, Alara, you just like set the stage for this so, so beautifully. Um, and I just wanna like kind of go way back, right? And, and kind of paint a, a, a big picture around sound and how powerful it is. So we know, you know, ancient texts talk about this um, in the beginning was the word, this idea that sound 
helps us to manifest our creations and ancient cultures practice this from you know the summoning of ancestors calling in of spirits ridding the body of disease aiding in fertility bringing forth childbirth you know helping with the transition to death there's so many different ways that ancient cultures would use sound right and so we're in this stage we're really remembering all of these ancient healing technologies. And so what I really want to highlight here about sound is that, you know, sound is one of the earliest senses to develop, right? 18 weeks, we our, our hearing um, begins to form. And by the second trimester, we're actually able to discern our mother's voice. And there is a very deep resonance and connection always from a baby in the womb to a newborn baby to having a preference of the mother's voice and that's because of the sound that's carried through um, throughout the entire pregnancy right and now if we look at that transition on the other end when we transition out of this world out of this reality it is said that one of our last senses to go is the sense of hearing, which is why we're often told to sing, to speak to loved ones as they transition. Is there is that knowing that it is one of the most powerful senses that we're able to hear and to connect. And so what we know about sound healing is that the benefits are vast right from lowered blood pressure to increased oxygen levels to decrease in anxiety to increase in our ability to sleep to i mean the list goes on and on right but what we're really starting to realize about sound is some of those more etheric spiritual connections that sound is able to transform us on an energetic, on a cellular level. And what I love is that, you know, there's been many studies on this. So I'll just share one, but Dr. Fabian Maman studied the effect of all different kinds of instruments, right? He was studying the xylophone, the um, flutes, gongs, um, the bass, and he compared that to the human voice. And what he was studying is the ability of the sound of these instruments to dissolve cancer cells. And the efficacy, what I really want to highlight here is that he found that out of all of the instruments, the most powerful was the human voice. There is something that we cannot fully comprehend the voice carries a spiritual resonance and it also contains some of the nutrients right if we are maybe missing up you know area where we're deficient in our voice in our expression the voice can our own voice can actually help us to heal hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> And so this is actually being done right now. It's something that's called vocal analysis. 
and they can actually measure through your voice what areas that you're deficient in. And then there's sound frequencies to actually help to replenish in those areas. So the advances in sound are vast and incredible. There's actually some a study that's being done right now by John Stuart Reed, and it's taking the somatic study that uh, Dr. Hans Jenny did and really looking at it from the somatic patterns. Interesting that are created on the cell crystalline like distinct structures from sound are actually formed on the walls of our cell membrane that helps us to activate and turn on cells that are maybe more in a sleep state right so this is actually activating our dna this is how powerful sound is and so one of the the most powerful things that we can do, and especially, and this is how it ties in to all the things that we've been talking about, right? The celestial self-mastery that we're invited into with this Aries Libra nodal shift of expressing our truth, coming into a greater sense of our self-identity, of healing the throat chakra, and showing up and expressing our unique soul song, is that when we actually begin to sing, begin to open the voice. And it's no coincidence that the number one fear is public speaking. Yeah. That is intentional, let me just say, because our voices are so powerful. And so, yeah. And so if you do like, and I just really want to highlight this, okay, because if you feel like, you know, I have something to say, I know that I have something to say, I know I'm here to express something and share something, but it's so difficult for me, I get so anxious, like I start to sweat, it's, you know, I want to leave the room and like flee, like, okay, I've felt all of those things, like I'm sure Alara has too at some point in her journey. And so there, it's not a measure of whether or not you're here to express something that's significant if you have a difficult time expressing. It's because your voice is so powerful that perhaps in previous timelines, it's been shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And so one of the biggest, fastest ways that we can reclaim our power and and activate the throat chakra is to sing to ourselves and ourselves. And if this is difficult for you, I just want to say that it was difficult for me too. I never, you know, I used to be in choir um, and I would lip sync. And don't ask me why, because nobody could hear me. <laughs> um, but that's how much, you know, social anxiety I had. And, um, you know, and so, but now I have a morning practice, which I invite anybody that is in resonance, you can first upon waking, um, you know, maybe get an instrument that you feel called to, you know, maybe it's a singing bowl, maybe it's, you know, a drum, um, maybe it's just you humming. The simplest thing is to hum. And that has a profound effect on the vagus nerve on the entire on the entire body. Wow. I mean, I, ca I cannot sing to save my life. I mean, 
I cannot hold a tune. I have no pitch thing, like whatever, all those words that has to do with singing. I don't know what they are, pitch, tone, blah, blah, blah. I, I cannot, but I love to sing, but just, just, you know, nobody else likes it. <laughs> nobody else likes my singing except for me. Um, the dogs don't mind either. So I do say, <laughs> I do sing to them when I'm, when I'm talking to them. I love that. And, you know, it, it just shows for all of us who have, felt from the from you know long long time that you know I want to say something I have something to share I, I just feel like there's something within me that I want to share whether that's writing whether that's speaking whether that's singing whatever it happens to be you know it's so easy now to express yourself like podcasts they're free mine is not but they're, you know they're free you know it's like it doesn't take much and um podcasts you don't have to be seen right so start just start just babble who cares it doesn't matter right and um it's so important because whatever message that you have within you that wants to come out it's not going to come out that first time i'll be honest it's not going to come out that first time but as you keep speaking slowly your message the truth of who you are is going to come out all right so i mean i i encourage all of you to do that if you can and then of course video right I love video because I'm I am just like a visual type of person. I like expressing myself, etc. But just do it. I mean, nobody can do anything to you now, right? I know in the past, past lifetimes, past timelines. Yes, I was hung. I was my 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 throat was chopped off. You know, like all that wonderful stuff, burned, um, all that stuff, right? But in this lifetime, that's not going to happen. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get a message or email from somebody saying stop. Or something silly like that, right? It's like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna stop. But you know what? You do your thing, right? So um the the point of this is that as scary as it may seem, what's scarier is holding your truth inside. That is scarier than speaking and having somebody ridicule you or judge you or whatever. The scarier part is keeping it inside, dying with that song within you. I know that there's people say that and that's a phrase, but it truly is the truth. It's like when if you are not able to express yourself, be your be yourself, your true self. A part of for me, that's how it was. A part of me felt like it was dying inside. Right. And so at one point, you know, I had that's how I felt. It's like, why am I even here? It's like I might as well just die because there's no point. If I if I can't really truly be me, why am I here? And I I, I gave God six months. And I said, give me a sign in six months, otherwise I'm out. Luckily, I got a sign, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. so, um, <laughs> right. But it's about you being authentically you and just living, living your life to the, the, the best that you can in any moment. We all have our ups and downs. Trust me, we all, all have our ups and downs. But even though in those ups and downs, you're special. You're here because you're needed to be here. You're here because you're a part of the whole and the whole cannot exist without you. You mentioned that at the very beginning, Emily, and I thought it was beautiful. You said it much more beautifully than I just did. But the essence of that is like the whole consists of all of us together. Right. So go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so inspiring because it when we awaken to our creative potential, our self-expression, the whole gets amplified all that is that gets amplified and so imagine all of us in our fullest 
self-expression and it's a journey like as laura mentioned like i feel like this will be the journey of my lifetime to fully express to liberate the voice and there's still things that i peel back the layers of and i you know reparent and and things like that so the it's not about the the destination it's about the journey and your self-expression is so needed it is so needed and it is so beautiful to be able to liberate that for yourself. And so like, I just want to go back again to the connection between the sacral and the, in the throat chakra, because it is that creative self-expression. Yeah, absolutely. And so that creative self-expression, you know, uh, sometimes in the past when I used to do art, I'm not gonna call it painting, <laughs> art, uh, you know, everybody knows this. It's like, it looked like a five-year-old did it, you know, when I first started. But then as I continued doing it, it got better and better. And as I continued doing it, I found the, the energies flowing through me as I was creating. And those energies that were flowing through me, creating, they're now embedded in those pieces, right? And that is, you know, me. That is my essence of who I am, as well as the frequencies coming in through me. But even those frequencies coming in through you are you are what make you you as well so doing something artistic painting singing dancing writing whatever that is from a space of uh, no judgment <laughs> you know no judgment it's like i'm just playing is going to help to heal that sacral chakra and the soul chakra at the same time it is amazing what a little bit of artistic creativity can do for you um they all talk about it everybody talks about it but when you actually do it and allow yourself the grace to just be and do and create and not judge it's magical truly magical so i do i do encourage all of you to do a little bit it doesn't have to be a masterpiece you don't have to go buy like the the most expensive paints and easels and anything like that you know like i think i just went to like amazon and just like ordered whatever just give me something just something i can do something with and that was it right and so um that helps a lot to help to open you up to allowing yourself to be just to be and be creative right and move those energies that may be a little stuck or stagnant yeah i love that so much and i think one of the the, the keys that you hit on is the non-judgment is being in a place of unconditional love and this can take practice, I will say, because, you know, if you've been if you've been imprinted with a program of perfectionism or self criticism, it takes a while to relearn that and to reprogram that in the subconscious. And so it's the it really is the journey of creative expression and giving yourself the freedom and the encouragement to express just for the sheer love of expressing. It doesn't have to be as beautiful or as perfect as the painting behind Emily. It could just be whatever it is, okay? And um, then the thing is the joy that you get just from creating. It's like, oh my God, I did that. You know, so that's why like, I, I, I have all my pieces that I created in Austria and, oh no, I brought them with me because it's like, I brought with me this time the most important things, the most important things and the most important things. So, I mean, like, this is like, really key so those pieces of art that i created they were part of the most important thing because that was me that was, i created that from a blank canvas to whatever happens to be on there 
I did that. And it's like somebody else may not appreciate it, but, but you know, I appreciate it. Right. And that's the key. It doesn't matter about anybody else. It's about you. Do you appreciate it? Right. And do you like it? Do you like yourself? Do you accept yourself? I talk about this all the time. And I was going to, because it's, it's, it's important. Um, and so, you know, like what is important for you? Just do, just play, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a little thing, like even just playing with like bubbles. I love bubbles. Like what brings you joy, right? It doesn't always have to be serious stuff. Like, again, there's no perfection. Like Emily said, it's just play, play with life, play with the energies, play with the frequencies. Um, that's also why we're here. Okay. We are here to enjoy life. Um, I lost Emily for a second. Where are you? So Emily, I just want to, I know there's like, we could talk forever. And I know we have people with their hands raised as well that have questions. And then I know, Sarah, you want to add something to so give me one second. I just want to quickly talk about the special offer, which is basically a one-to-one -one session um, with Emily. But I just want to talk about that really quickly. And then can we take some, some of the questions? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, give me one second. I know we're so behind. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been loving this conversation. Of course, I knew I would. It's like, yeah, how how would I not? But uh, let me just do some business. Let's do the business part here quickly. Oh, crap. Can you hear me? Can everybody hear me? No? Yes? No. Okay. Well, let me try that again. Take two. One second. Let's try again. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right. So um, Emily's package is a one hour one to one radiance session with Emily. So I'm going to let Emily explain what that session is, what's included, like all that wonderful stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so radiant sessions are really a time to get in touch with your unique creative expression and what that looks like and what you're desiring to express and bring forward from the heart. And what we get to do is to really remove those small voices, those false frequencies that stand in the way of you shining your light, of being in your fullest expression. And so we can go into those deeper spaces and places to do some reparenting and reprogramming of the subconscious. And we also look at your unique blueprint to see at what are some of the things that you are here to share, to express your own creative, unique gifts. And so this is a time for really bringing forth that which is on your heart to share. Um, and so these sessions are just, they're so much fun to be able to really have a quantum leap in terms of what you are wanting to bring forward in your life. Absolutely. And these sessions uh, are 111. There's a payment plan available. And of course, if you are an Inner Circle member, please do use your gift code. Some wonderful testimonials from people who have worked with Emily. Please do take a look at them as, as well. And like I said, it's uh, there's there's so much that Emily works with, right? The human design, the gene keys, her own intuition, sound healing, you know, inner child work, reparenting, etc. So much is uh, available for you when you work with Emily. So please do take advantage of these sessions, a one one hour one to one radiant session with Emily. 
um, you won't you won't regret it. That's for sure. I know that. So um, I highly recommend these sessions with Emily if you can, and they're really really reasonably reasonably priced for one hour for one eleventh. I would highly recommend it. Um, all right. So now I know those people have questions. So Linda's been waiting for a, such a long time. Linda, you want to unmute yourself? Sure, thank you so much. This has been such an amazing call. My heart has just overwhelming with love for everyone. I'm just so grateful to be here. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> talking Good. about recovering. Um, my question is, is I've spent a lifetime of feeling super responsible for everybody. And if things would come up for them, being an empath, I always wanted to jump in and help. And I practiced my whole life this way. And but what I'm finding now is everything expanding. My heart can be so full of of love. But then on the other side, I can feel so much grief and feel alone. And I think what's getting in my way is that I always being giving is better than receiving was a quote that was always there when I was growing up. And what I'm finding though, is that I'm wondering if there's anything that you could suggest to help me to receive more fully and be okay with that. Um, because I think that's the balance I'm missing. You know, I can feel so much love and then so much sadness at the same time. And so I'm trying to kind of balance that and be what I came here to be. Wow. Linda, what a beautiful question. And I just know that your heart is enormous and the love that you are here to give and to share. And so one thing that comes through really is this idea of, of healthy selfishness. And those your words aren't usually used together, and yet there is an invitation to find that healthy level of selfishness where we begin to put ourselves first, where we begin to bring re relationships into balance with what we're giving and what we're receiving. And sometimes there can be an imbalance because we are giving so much whether it's you know tangibly, whether it's energetically, you know all all of the things. And so, what we what we get to do is invite this receiving and around this healthy um, excitement around receiving, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so, this can be a little bit uncomfortable at first but then it can get really fun. And so this is about getting a little bit outside of your comfort zone with, you know, doing things just for you, for the sheer love and joy of, you know, I want to go take this dance class, you know, I want to go like play out in the rain, you know, I want to go um, and I really want to um open my heart to receive even more and so this is like the ultimate surrender right when 
Um, when we allow our heart just to be widely open to the universe um, and allow that receiving, allow that receiving to flow forth. And so one way that we can get more comfortable with this is actually, you know, even making a, a journal about receiving um, or sometimes we can do this on our phone. Um, but wow, you know, I'm out in nature today and I received like this, these messages from the animals. I received, you know, the, the breeze from the wind. You know, I received this beautiful compliment and beginning to celebrate that and knowing, Linda, that you bring forth that, that cycle of abundance so deeply to the universe, to the earth, to all the you know people on this planet and so the more that you allow yourself to receive the more that you have to give oh my thank you so much you're so welcome such a blessing to me i'm starting a brand new year today and this is a way to start out perfectly i'm so grateful to you and to be part of this community and i just love you all thank you so much Aw, thank you so much, Linda. Is it your birthday today? It is. <laughs> oh my goodness, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> this is a wonderful way to celebrate. I'm so grateful to be here with you all and thanks for taking Aww. my question. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day and a wonderful year ahead. Thank you so Aww. much. Bless you all. Thank you. Aww, so beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love that. And um just as we, as you were talking about receiving, Emily, for me, what I got was receiving is about receiving yourself, right? accepting yourself, receiving all the abundance around you, being grateful and appreciating and acknowledging everything around you. That, that is a way of receiving, you know, because as you acknowledge, like, for example, my, my mom has these beautiful hyacinth flowers that have just bloomed and they're absolutely beautiful, right? So when, so I took pictures of, of, of course, and it's like, oh my God, so beautiful, so huge. So as I'm acknowledging them, as I'm acknowledging the beauty, I'm receiving that beauty as well. Yes. Right? Yes. So receiving, because in this industry, <laughs> say, uh, people make receiving to be the, this big thing, you know, but it's right, truly, it's not. If you can just acknowledge everything around you, receive the good, receive the bad, receive the ugly, it's okay. But it's like acknowledging what is in every moment, right? So um, when you can do that, you'll, you'll start to be able to understand what receiving is even more, I think. Keep it wrong. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for that, Linda. Um, all right, we're going to go to Stella. So um, if somebody, Angela said really quickly, is my throat chakra out of balance? If you're asking the question, yes, it is. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> we talked about how to identify if your throat chakra is out of balance earlier. And we talked about some of the things you can do to bring it more back into balance, et cetera. So please do go back and watch and or listen to that again. Um, Stella, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good, what how are you? Time? Great. You're looking great. Oh, thank what you. Are you doing with your, you look in your skin is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Lighting helps. Lighting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I listen and it's very, very interesting. The whole thing was very, for me, my problem is communication with my family and my partner. 
I did have the childhood trauma of my father beating my mother up all the time. And for some reason, I just shut down because I don't want nobody hurting me. But when it comes to my family or my partner, I can't talk to him. I don't know how, because he gets hurt everything I say. So I, I really don't know. Like example, I just called him to, I'm in Panama right now. I'm not in my home. And I call him, or he called me and I say, hi, what you been doing, da, da. And he says that it was 114 in Las Vegas. So I said, oh, so he says, I haven't got out of the house. And I said, did you fix the uh, oven? We have an oven that had, and he's an electrician. And he says, why do you have to tell me what to do? I don't want to, I mean, did you call me to, to ask me about the, the, the thing or did you call me to say hello? All I want to, so I don't have nothing to say. So I'm going to hang up the phone. I said, okay. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Well, the first thing, I mean, I just... You froze for a second. Is it it's Stella, right? Yes. Yes. Um, you have a authentic uh, energy frequency that just emanates from you, um, and the ability to just express yourself, you know, freely, authentically. Like I'm just getting that from your energy. And, you know, you bring up a really great point, right, around communicating with family, because sometimes family can be our greatest teachers, our greatest lessons around, you know, spiritual growth, around um, around all of the things. And, you know, one thing that we didn't kind of explore too deeply, but yesterday uh, was the Cancer New Moon, where the, the sun and the moon are exactly alignment in the sign of cancer, which is about family, which is about home, right? We are in cancer season. So this can bring up themes around relationships, especially around family. And so if this is present or prevalent right now, like we're right on time because this is something, this is an area of consciousness that we are meant to explore and all the lessons, you know, might be coming up to the surface, right? And, and so we can learn something from every interaction. And so, you know, you know, this is a great like tie into what Linda was saying about the giving and receiving too, because it's like, can you give a compliment to your partner, you know, and acknowledge him and then receive, you know, receive the fixing of the stove and, you know, playing with the balance of that and seeing how that feels from a communication perspective and still being able to express your authentic truth, but in a way that really, you know, um, honors him and, and allows him to be seen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm very authentic. I, I said I say it like it is, <laughs> which I love about you. I can't. I mean, I'm I'm transparent. I I try. I mean, I don't have anything to hide, so I feel I have to say what I have. But I didn't say it in a nasty way or anything. But it's just he's very touchy, you know. He's a number seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.
Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and sometimes you know we 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 it's about managing those relationships, right? Managing how we communicate with somebody. Um, relationships are, of course, very difficult, right? Uh, and it's about how you manage them. Like if I want something from my husband, <laughs> if I want him to do something for me, I'm gonna cozy up and be really nice and say good things, and you know, but he knows now that that's a tactic. But you know what? It's a tactic that works. <laughs> It's a tactic that works and I always get my way. So, so, you know, we, he, he knows that, that I'm, I'm using that tactic, but he's playing along with it. I'm playing along with it. It's all good. Right. And I get what I want. So that's all that matters. <laughs> right. So it's knowing how to communicate with your significant other that works for both of you. So I, you know, I, I always put myself first, as I've, I've said many, many times, I put myself first, unless there's something major going on, like with my, with my, with my husband. But as he's starting to get better and better, I've started to put myself more and more first, right? And for me, that's important. I'm, I'm not going to put myself on the back burner anymore. I'm not going to wait for my life to start again. You know, I'm going to like start now, continue living my life as he's getting better and better all the time. So how you manage your relationships, um, I mean, yeah, it's very easy to say, well, my parents were like this, my parents were like that. And so I might be projecting and I might be, you know, like replaying that same scenario. But at the same time, we've outgrown most of us, those old paradigms and those old uh, beliefs and those, the way that our parents behaved. But I, sometimes I have to tell myself, this is not my ex-husband. This is not so-and-so. This I, I'm different. I'm not the same as I was before. So I don't have to act or react in the same way that I might have done before or my or how my parents do. So for me, it's a little bit about talking to myself a lot, <laughs> right? So that I don't, you know, replay those timelines and replay those old patterns. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that definitely resonates. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to get to Destiny in a second because I know she wants, she was asking if you can do a process, but before that, I know Sara wanted to share something because when we were talking about art and creating art and uh, all that stuff, she wanted to add something and then I said, just wait. So, Sara, well, go ahead. Thank you for reminding me exactly what point that was. Um, I'm somebody who has managed, although I live very inexpensively, to just follow my heart. I've gone from one art thing to another. And... Um, I'm really excited about it for a while and I do that and I sell it and then suddenly I'm moving on to something else that you know comes into my view and that has really made for a life of delight I have sacrificed in that I have a more than 20 year old car and um, I guess the fact that my house is 115 years old has nothing to do with the price in California because it's so expensive but uh, I recent not so recently but I a few I've played my metal drums um, and given blessings on a lot of different forums, and maybe you've heard me do that. Um, I, when I heard somebody play a version of those, I was just lit up, and I knew that was the next thing for me because it just was so much joy and so much attraction. I think a lot of times that we ignore those things that come up. We don't realize there's something there for us, but what really I was thinking at the beginning was that I just 
uh, did an hour on Zoom with my bar mitzvah student who's trying to write his speech, and it's about Moses uh, talking to the people. It's very end, and you know, God's done this for you, and you're going to have to do this and that. And he said, "What do I write about here?" And I said, "You write about how parents um, either support their children in exactly who they are, or push them to be something that they're not." And I think in this society, we have all been pushed so much because of other people's views of what we should be and what we should do. And um, and that's part of, you know, what our soul path is here often to think about or to look at because um, we're here to bust out of that, that freedom is the pivotal metaphor for really everything is is overcoming those who would try to put those limits on you and how people still need to be helped because you know maybe they were given big challenges to overcome and then in society what we should be doing is not legislating against people being themselves like people in transgender you know situations and all that and having the government say no you can't be yourself and saying to parents no you can't support your child and being who they are and what they are and that this is such a wonderful forum here alara that you've got to help people realize who and what they are and to receive the support to do that and to be that and even if there's uh, difficulty with communication or sometimes cutting other people off to realize that what we are here to do is to let our hearts blossom like a flower in the sun, like your mother's flowers, and to realize that beauty and that in so doing we fulfill what it is we've come in to do. And um, people on their deathbed, the thing that they usually um, repent, not that they that they, is that they spent too much time at the office trying to make money or trying to fulfill other people's ideas. And that what people usually wish on their deathbed is that they had more children so that they had more love in their lives. So I just wanted to say that this seems to me just the pivotal question that we as individual and society are presenting with right now is to find your own joy and to express that and to make yourself healthy through that and to make the whole world and universe more healthy through you being exactly who you came to be and bless and 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 I'm blessing everyone to have ease with finding out what that is and walking that path and just filling the world up with love. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. And um I'm not going to say anything. It's okay. Because we've already gone way over. I was going to say something. It's like, oh, never mind. It's okay. <laughs> Part of me sometimes just wants to, you know, continue sharing, right? Sharing my thoughts or ideas that come up. Um, but sometimes it's like, eh, next time, you know, so next time we'll, we'll, we'll share more. But it's true. Like, you know, it is like, you know, the show is called Awaken to Happiness Now, right? So Awaken to Happiness means finding your joy, being okay with who you are, accepting yourself, acknowledging who you are as a person, as a being, and, you know, just doing the best you can, because we've all had difficult circumstances. I think everybody on this call who are on these types of calls, we've had challenges in expressing ourselves, being ourselves, right? But those, that time, you know, we don't have to hold on to those, that history, that past, we can start to be more of what lights us up, what brings us joy, what makes us happy now. We don't have to wait to be fully healed before we start, right? So 
I know a lot of people in this industry talk about healing and clearing and all that wonderful stuff, which we definitely need, but not at the expense of living and thriving and, and you know, finding the joy in our everyday as well. Right, Emily? Absolutely. Yeah. So beautifully said and expressed. And Sarah, you know, I love um, just witnessing you with your tuning forks and, you know, in your in your joy and and play and um, excitement, because that has a ripple effect. It absolutely does. Yeah. Everything we do, everything we think, everything we feel has a ripple effect. So and that's why I always say, be careful what you ask for, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you say, be careful. But it's not about being careful, it's about being present, right? So the more that we are able to be present in our lives with ourselves, the easier I think it will be for us to express ourselves, to be who we truly are, right? And so that means being in our, in our heart, being aware of our energy field, what's coming up, you know, uh, and, and or not. And then changing it, then doing some healing work or getting support when things come up. Don't go looking for stuff. But um, yeah, absolutely. And one thing I just want to add to that, Alara, is that, you know, um, our creative expression is a very quick frequency shifter, you know, yeah. like say that we are experiencing tough emotions or we're experiencing you know, something challenging in our day, when we go to those things. Absolutely. Things that we know bring us joy, you know, going outside in nature, whether it's, you know, just journaling. Um, what are the things that absolutely light you up and fill you with joy? Those are the creative expression expanders that bring us into a higher state of being. Absolutely. And that is what will change your frequency and your vibration in the moment, right? So, you know, feel the feels, whatever you're feeling, and then change it because you don't have to stay in that feeling for more than 70 seconds. I know we sometimes we stay in it for a long time. You don't have to. That means you bought into the story, etc. So, you know, I am I, I am really good about, you know, like when I'm aware I'm aware of like, oh, my energy is off or, or I'm feeling cranky or I'm feeling like this. All right, let me see what it is. Like go inside and say, well, what, what's going on here? Then once I know, then it's like, all right, let me go change this now. Right. So go outside, get some fresh air, look at the sun, look at the flowers, play with the dogs, whatever happens to be, listen to the music, etc. Do something to change the energy and frequency. And then, you know, you won't stay in that space too long. Right. Um, it really is that simple, guys. It really is that simple. It doesn't have to be more complicated. I want to say one really quick thing that I thought earlier is that, you know, when we look around, like I've tried certain arts that I say, oh, this one's not quite for me, but something we all have in our hand these days are our cell phones. Mm -hmm. I was telling, I went to a glass art show and I was just thrilled and I took pictures. I asked permission, but I took all these pictures and I came home and I sent them to a lot of people and I've looked at them myself and just that joy and uplift. But if you don't know what your artistic creation may be, just go around with that camera in your hand and take pictures of things <coughs> that strike you as beautiful. And I mentioned to somebody that I told my kids, if you want to see what delighted me in my life, go through my photos. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that can be an artistic creation for you. It's just going around and photographing beautiful flowers that you see. Yeah, absolutely. 
and and when you're in that moment of you know nothing's going great in this moment you know something's happening go back and take a look at those pictures on your phone that that will bring you out of that state um goodness any any last words of wisdom i know we're like way over emily and, and i know you probably have another uh meeting but um <laughs> there was some angela just asked a really quick question i just want to answer that if we can can a location affect our ability to heal with the nodes changing is this something worth considering yeah so there's there this is a great question there's you know multiple parts to it and one thing that i would say is yes uh, you know there's something that's called astrocartography which basically is looking at our placement and how it's activating you know the planets and helpful to look at what's really being activated through the location that you are at presently and sometimes what it is is that we're looking to deepen explore expand heal an area of consciousness and really focus on that whether it's conscious or subconscious so that can be something really interesting to, to look at at what placements in our chart are really being activated by the, lo 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 the location that we're presently in and then the the second part of this question with the nodes changing um, what I would invite everybody to do um, that that is familiar, perhaps, and is, you know, interested in further exploring is to look at where Aries and Libra fall in your natal chart, because depending on the houses that they traverse, depending on the planets and placements that are within those houses, you're going to have, you know, greater activation in these areas of consciousness during the next 18 and a half months. Wow. Okay, so there's a lot more information that, of course, Emily can share, which if you um, book a session with her, she can definitely go deeper into that. But her sessions, the Radiant Sessions with Emily, are for star seeds, spiritual entrepreneurs, healers, creatives, and heart-centered beings who have a deep path of service, but who would like to help uh, creating greater flow and ease with sharing your unique gift. And I know a lot of people are challenged with that, so please do uh, take a look at the package, see if that is something that resonates with you. If you would like greater insight and clarity around your unique blueprint, your galactic connections and creative gifts, you know, again, this radiant session will be helpful. Um, if you have a deep desire to create beauty in your life and in the world around you, and you know your life is meant to be a living, breathing masterpiece of your authentic expression, again, these radiant sessions are for you. So please do take a look at the package and especially the part that says, who are these sessions for? And I'm sure you will resonate with some of those things. And these the sessions can support you with discovering and deepening your understanding of your unique soul purpose, your creative gifts, and authentic expression, and so much more. Take a look at the testimonials because there's so much so many wonderful testimonials that are sharing about their experiences working with Emily. And I think you'll be blown away. So um, please do take a look at that for yourself. And uh, uh, you know. We always have such a wonderful time, Emily. You always share such wonderful information um, that we never have enough time to really go <laughs> deeper into things. You know, I, I would love to continue talking with you even more and more, but I just found this to be so fascinating. And you, and you gave me some more information to think about, to look at. I, I love anything that it has been researched, you know, because I am scientifically minded a little bit in that way so just learning about some of the experiments that have been done i love to hear about that as well and 
you know, because there's a, there's a knowing that yes, this works, blah, blah, blah. Then when you hear about experiments being done, then that, that's the proof, you know, that yes, it's actually true. You know, it's not just woo woo, right? Um, so uh, thank you for sharing all of that too. It was it was really important, and you know, sound, vibration, frequency, learning about your your gift, your soul expression, your 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 blueprint. Of course, the free gift that Emily has shared with us is on the gift page. Please do take a look at that, download it, and look at it for yourself as well. So much information there. Um, yeah, go ahead, Emily. What were you gonna say? Sorry, I kept going. I was just going to say it's been my deepest joy and I have so much gratitude. I love this conversation, all the explorations and um, just love being with you and this beautiful community. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And thank you everybody for all your wonderful questions. Thank you for being here with us today. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Please join us. And then again, like I said, the, the sessions with Emily, um, one eleven for a one hour session. I, I, I really think you won't regret it when you when you get a session with Emily. And it's about, you know, your you, your soul, your expression, who you truly are deep within and how you want to be in this world. So um, she can go through the astrological stuff, the galactic stuff, the human design stuff, just so much. So please do take advantage of uh, this special offer with Emily as well. All right, so thank you so much, everyone. I know we went over, but it was such a wonderful conversation. Oh my God, I just loved it. So. Thank you for bearing with us and staying with us. And again, Linda, happy birthday. Have a wonderful day and year ahead. Okay, sending you all much love and blessings. Um, until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Again, thank you so much, Emily, so much. It was, I just love talking with you. So wonderful. Thank you so much. Gratitude. Bye, everyone. Bye for now.